Welcome to the Encourage Her Community Podcast. I'm Joe, your co-host here at Encourage Her. Welcome to the community. We are women who choose to encourage. In a world full of critics, we need more encouragers. Let's get some encouragement today. Happy Monday. Hey, sister, it's Joe. Just a quick little update here for you at the Encourage Her podcast. Recently, at Fellowship Community Church, we hosted a women's event. It was incredible. Months and months of prayer and preparation went into such a day, and we are amazed at what God has done. We wanted to share here on the podcast with you some of the talks from that day. You will get to enjoy talks from some of our sisters of Fellowship Community Church, located here in Mount Laurel, New Jersey, as well as, for a short time, two talks from our keynote speaker, Ruth Joe Simons. We hope you enjoy, and we hope, just maybe, you'll join us next year for our Spring Women's Conference 2024. Good morning, ladies. How are you? My name is Joanne Sharp, and I serve here at Fellowship as the Women's Ministry Director, and we are just blown away by how many of you are here, and we're so excited. I couldn't wait to get up and share with you what God has already begun doing with this conference. Um, Months and months before we do a conference or a women's retreat, or even a Bible study for that matter, we have women who begin praying. So an, an event like this, we have a big team of about 20 or 25 women. We just love to do things in, in big groups of women. It's a whole lot of fun. And we begin praying. So if there's a key scripture or a book of the Bible we're focusing on, we begin reading that over and over again. Ruth has had her time with the Lord in Colossians, so we were wanting to just begin to really just allow that to penetrate in our spirit. Colossians is a shorter book. It's four chapters, so we just read and read and read. And I want to let you into kind of part of my processing as I was doing that. One of my favorite things is to move my body as I listen to scripture. So often I do that while exercising or walking and As of late, I've been running a little bit, and I hate running, so I don't know why I'm running, but (laughs) I really hate it. (laughs) It's like the first step. I'm like, why am I doing this? Um, But I've been running, and I've been listening to Colossians, and I highly recommend an app that I found called Dwell. If you don't know it, it reads you scripture to like a beat or maybe an instrument. It's really lovely. So I've been doing that, Colossians, over and over and over again, and as I listened to Colossians, and I started to pray, God just started working. And not just in me. This dance you saw was a vision that came to many of us, which was such a cool surprise at one of our meetings. Um, so he just began working. And I became curious about the people of Colossae. So I did a little research. Now, I didn't go to seminary. Um, I, you could probably teach me much more about the Bible than I could teach you. I'm just a sister in Christ who loves the word. Um, so I just wanted to learn a little more about this town. I, my brother-in-law is from Turkey, so I've been blessed to be able to go to Ephesus. And when I learned that Colossae was just east of Ephesus, I started to picture that, remembering what Ephesus looked like, trying to kind of just imagine myself at that time. And I began learning more about the women of Colossae. So these women, specifically, um, that Paul is writing to in Colossians, they're believers, 
There are people who had come to know the gospel because of a missionary that had come into town. Much like many of us, we heard about the truth of the gospel most likely from someone else. Paul's writing to them to remind them of who God is and how important it is to stay centered on truth. These were imperfect, sinful women, right? Not perfect people. I learned that they were in the textile industry, that that's how they made a living. And they actually made this beautiful, um, almost like a crimson color, purplish-red textile, and I will botch the name, but I believe it's called Colosseum, which is why they're named Colossia. So I started picturing these women working their textile in you know, what looked to me like an Ephesus environment, and I became intrigued. I learned that there was a lot of outside influence going on in the town. This town of Colossae is actually located on a, at the time, a major trade route. So this would be, you know, they'd be really vulnerable or susceptible to sojourners or travelers coming through the town and teaching them about the latest and greatest philosophies, religions, lowercase g gods. They were introduced to things like mysticism. And even inside their own church, even in the church of believers in Colossae, there was some untruths going on. They were falling back into some old habits that Jesus had come to save us from, come to give us freedom from, which they had come to learn. But even the church itself was influencing them into things like self-atonement, self-sacrifice, and even angel worship. So they were falling back into old habits. And as I was running, hating running, but running, and listening to scripture and thinking about it, God started to whisper two words in my spirit, common threads. And I'm picturing this woman working her textile in Colossia, and I'm listening to Paul's reminders, and I just hear these two words, common threads, to the point where I was running one day, and I was like, what are you saying? Why do you keep saying this to me? So I looked it up. I love words, and I love looking up, you know, kind of where they came from, or how they were thought about, and common threads really is just a reoccurring characteristic during a certain time or a certain group of people or maybe even, um, you know, at an event. Common threads, okay, a reoccurring characteristic. That brought me to thinking again about the women of Colossae. I relate to some of the things that I read Paul reminding them about. I relate to these women. And he's like, yeah, Joe, the common threads that you feel with the women of Colossae didn't begin in Colossae. He took me all the way back to the Garden of Eden, the very beginning of creation. We had some of these same struggles. We had lies. You can think of Eve in the beautiful Garden of Abundance distracted, just like the people of Colossae knew the truth, had come to know the truth, as Eve had walked with God, and yet still lies, deceit, right, deception, struggle. It's like, okay, I'm seeing it, Lord. I think I'm seeing what you're saying here. There's common thread since the beginning of time. That sin has been there from the beginning. Then I've been in the Old Testament, and I've been listening to um, like Exodus, Numbers, kind of getting through that part of the Bible, if you've gone through that before. Um, and I'm in the part where the people of God are, you know, in the desert, 
facing the promised land. And I started thinking, boy, this feeling of like wanting more was even there too, right? Even despite God's provision, they were distracted by things. And I started seeing this not enoughness from the beginning of time. Yet they knew the truth. I relate to that. I relate to that not enoughness. So in this beautiful song, once we chose the song to this dance, which I'm obsessed with. Do you love that song? Have you heard it before? Brand new Lauren Daigle song. Thank God I do is what it's called. I, I started listening to that song on repeat as I walked slash run, whatever you call that. I don't do it fast. Um, and I listened to the song, and at the very beginning of the song, Lauren says, Lauren and I are like first name basis now. Um, if you can go back to the not enoughness, Becca, um, he started saying to me at the beginning of the song, she says, it's been a hard year. She sort of starts off in this not enoughness struggle. And as the song evolves, she gets to a place of reminders, but she starts off in this hard place. And I relate to that. I have four children. I think my friend Aline is here somewhere. She calls them cherubs. I have four cherubs. I like when she reminds me of that. Um, And two of my cherubs have been in therapy this year. You know, they warn you, little kids, little problems, big kids, big problems. It's true. And I've had to be dependent. I don't know what to do with this. Don't touch the stove. Don't run in the street. That's easy, right? This stuff's not. It's super gray. And I'm super gray, so it's super confusing. (laughs) And just pointing, trying to point them back to Christ. But I see not enoughness even in my children. Two of them are in therapy this year, just struggling for different things, unique things. I have a high schooler for the first time. Anyone raised a high schooler? Okay, we'll just, we'll leave it at that. (laughs) I don't know what to do with that. (laughs) Um, And we have three boys, and we ended with a beautiful little joy of a girl. And she really is. We should have named her Joy. She's just Joy. But she's a girl, guys. And I've had three boys. I know how to do that. You can bring mud and loudness and video game weird sounds. And I'm cool with all of that. The girl thing. I'm girly like this. But I'm not girly like tears and emotion necessarily. I have emotions. She makes me question if I have emotions. Because she has so many emotions for both of us. And I find myself saying things like, And it's not nice, so I'm working on it. But I'll say things like, wait, are are we crying again? Wait, why are we crying now? Like, I just cried. (sighs) And it's not cool of me, because she's allowed to cry, and I want her to cry. And it's just gray, you know? It's just weird. So it's been a hard year. It's been a hard year for this mama. And I have friends going through things like infidelity. I don't even like saying that word. Infertility. We're walking through things with friends like cancer, stage four, and it just won't go away. And then about 10 or so days before Christmas, we lost my father-in-law. This dress has pockets and I have tissues. We lost my father-in-law suddenly. And I lost my mom suddenly when I was 23, so it just bubbled up. Some old stuff. Grief doesn't go away, we know that. But some stuff the enemy tries to use in me is like an orphan spirit. And he's been trying to bring that back, and I'm just working through it. It doesn't belong. It's a lie. 
So it's been a hard year, guys. And I just, when I read that scripture, when I listened to Colossians, when I went back to the Garden of Eden, when I thought about the women in the desert, this is all I saw. And he started to speak. And this is where it gets better. Because I was like, Lord, this is the encouraging message you're giving me for the women to kick off the day? Wow, thanks for that task. Um, And he said, no, 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 Joe, you're hearing me. You're hearing me. But you've been eclipsed. It's like there's a filter when you read my word and you're only seeing the not enoughness of the humans. You got to shift it. And this is where it gets great. He did. He helped me shift. And as I started to read Colossians, I started to notice different things. And as I went back and I thought about the Garden of Eden, I saw different things. And as I thought about the people of God walking towards the promised land, I remembered different things. And the truth is, ladies, I think it's not just for me. I think he's having us pause and take a full Saturday because we have the freedom to do that. P.S. Awesome. To be here and be reminded that he is enough. That, yeah, the people of God haven't changed very much. And I relate to all of them in different ways. But guess who else hasn't changed? God. He is enough. And he's always been enough. And he always will be enough. Amen? He will always be enough. It doesn't matter if it's cancer or infidelity or infertility. He is enough. He was enough. And he always will be enough. And I think he wants us just to pause and remember that with sisters in Christ coming from all over. I was blown away when I started seeing registrations coming in, knowing this common threads was in our spirit, right? All different kinds of women. And then you really started coming from all over, all ages, groups. I mean, I'm amazed that God knew what was coming, right? Of course he did, because he's enough. And I thought back to Genesis, and instead of seeing Eve's deception and lies and not enough, I saw abundance. I saw God there, abundant, abundant. I saw the people of, in the desert walking towards the promised land, and I saw them tripping over manna, right? So much so that he provided manna until their first produce was edible in the promised land. I mean, God is enough. He always has been. And I think about us today, and I think about... If you can go to the next slide, Becca, I think about how we are like the women of Colossae and how these words in Colossae are relatable to us today. It's worth spending time in this ancient writing because it's applicable to us today. Paul's words can speak to us today. We can suffer from this not enoughness. We're still imperfect and sinful. Just me? Is it just me? I think we are still imperfect. We still have industry and we still need to make a living, right? We still struggle. We still have lies. We're still vulnerable. And then I thought about that trade route. Anybody holding a phone, you literally have like an international trade route in your hand, right? All you have to do is turn it on and lies, 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 lies. And not just hearing, but visual lies as well that we women get to deal with. But he's enough. He's enough with all that stuff we still struggle with. We don't need to live in that not enoughness. We get to declare the truth that he is enough for us, and he always will be to the girls ahead of us. So in Lauren's song, she gave me some truths that I stood on as I shifted. The first, he is our safe place. He is our hideaway. I am with you, and I will watch over you. 
in Colossians. You have died and your life is hidden with Christ. It will be a refuge. She also reminded me, next one, four beautiful truths. He's our anchor and he's our saving grace. This can help us make that shift. We have this as a sure and steadfast anchor of our soul. It is for by grace that you have been saved through faith. The next one, she reminded me as she sang that he's our constant and he is our steadiness. You can look back at the word of God and see that he was always enough. He was always constant. The people of God ebbed and flowed. He remains the same. That doesn't change over time. For I, the Lord, do not change. Therefore, you, O children of Jacob, are not consumed. And then last one. He is our shelter. He is our oxygen. I love that she said that in the song. He's my oxygen. You think about Genesis, right? He breathed life. He is our literal oxygen. Each will be like a hiding place from the wind, a shelter from the storm, for he will hide me in his shelter. He will lift me high upon a rock when life is gray. Next slide. Ladies, I feel that we are here to remember a few things. And we're so honored to have Ruth here. We're so honored that we get to hear from what God has done in her heart already. And we're here just to kick it off to remind ourselves of the promises and the truths that are for all of us, regardless of denomination, age, race, location. They're for all of us. We have equal access to the things of the people of the Bible that we read about had. Access to joy and hope and peace. Freedom. Truth, capital T. And life eternal. Now I say to my four little cherubs all the time, guys, with privilege comes responsibility. We have a great privilege to know this truth. What an amazing gift. But we also have a responsibility to pass it on to the next generation. And thank God we get to do that. Ladies, I am so honored that you chose to spend some time with me this morning. I hope and pray that the Word of God encouraged you and that you feel inspired to now get out into the world and be a woman who chooses to encourage. Remember, Encourage Her is a God-given, purpose-driven ministry. This podcast is for the taking. It's free for the sharing. Please share it with her. Also, remember to subscribe like, and follow us on Instagram at Encourage Her Wellness for your daily quick encouragements throughout the week. From now till then, stay encouraged and choose to encourage her. I'll see you next Monday. Love to you all.